You are listening to the Feedback Podcast with my homie back. And we're live. Welcome to the Feedback Podcast exclusive episode one-on-one. I am so, so happy to have this person on the show. Uh, Rada, thank you so much for coming. Thank you for having me. Thank yeah. you, thank you. I had the, had the pleasure to go to Daybreaker this morning. And honestly, I was in bed. I was like, I know I want to check this out. It's, I know it starts at 6 in the morning, 6 to 9 o'clock. <laughs> at Whole Foods with a bunch of party people and great energy, great vibe. And I was like, all right, I get my ass up, <laughs> get in the shower. Was it hard? Uh, traffic was sucked. So the anticipation was like, come on, let's go, let's come on, let's go, let's go, let's go. But honestly, um, I've been waking up at seven in the morning anyway. Okay. So that was all right. I all right, that. cool. So tell me a little bit about Daybreaker, how it started, what's the, what's the story? Yeah, so um, you know I'm I'm from New York, New York City, and I live in Brooklyn, um, and a lot of places to go out to you know to dance at night, but um, th- but sort of nightlife had gotten overrun by drugs and alcohol and mean bouncers and everyone on their cell phones and no yeah. one actually connecting. You know, it was like really um, kind of a shitty experience. You know, and so I think um, the genesis of it was one of my buddies, Matt and I, we were having falafels late one night. I think it was like 4 a.m. <laughs> at this falafel joint in Williamsburg called Oasis. Um, and, and we were just commiserating over how nightlife sucked and how he wanted to do something different and, and turn it back on its head mm-hmm. or turn, turn it on its head and, and get back to the basics. And so, um, so the idea was what if we turn everything upside down of the dance experience? What if instead of at night it was in the morning? Instead of alcohol, we served green juice, coffee, and tea. What if instead of um, just a DJ and a computer, we added live instruments and wow moments and like really theatrical experiences? What if what if we added yoga into the experience? What if we um, did intention cards and read beautiful quotes together at the end of Daybreaker? Like, what if we added elements of of real community to a dance experience? What would happen at six a.m.? And so it was really a social experiment initially. It was an art project, um, never meant to be anything more than that. Um, <laughs> like anything, like your radio channel, your your podcast right now, um, is is just that. Um, is an experiment, and and it's now grown, right? And so, for us, you know, Daybreaker was a it was an art project, and we invited three hundred friends. Um, actually, what was interesting about it, it was we defined our core values, right. um, our brand look, our brand aesthetic, the way we want to really tell our story before our first event, even if it was a social experiment, we're like, if we're gonna do this, like, let's do it right. You got to, um, you gotta get it right the first time. Yeah, and so, um, so yes, yeah, so when we came out there, you know, we, are, we had defined our five core values, which are wellness, mm-hmm. um, which is all about sweating, so wellness, camaraderie, self-expression, mindfulness, and mischief. Um, so mischief is a really important core value for me, and I think all of our team, um, which sort of really encapsulates what Daybreaker is about, which is living life, you know, a little bit against the grain and and get it giving a little wink to life and, and adding more play to it. I mean, the energy was so electric. I mean, I'm not a morning person, but I know that I need music when I wake <laughs> up, when I take a shower. I need I need something to like get me yeah. you know pumped up. For some people, it's yoga. For some people, it's coffee. For some people, it's working out. And and I think that with an event like that, you encapsulate all of those things together. And plus, you get to share with other people. Excuse me. Um, yeah, you know, I think, uh, you know, one thing I've been doing a lot of thinking around and a lot of research around is the science of dance. 
Um, because there's a lot of science. I mean, actually, you know, I wh- where where yeah. dance feels like a very loosey goosey kind of gray area type situation, mm-hmm. it's actually very very scientific. And so, in my research, I realized that um, you can actually release your four happy brain chemicals, um, which I discovered to actually spell the word dose. So, um, so it's like a dose of natural high. It's a dose of daybreaker, right? Get high in your natural dose, yeah. right? And dose stands for dopamine, oxytocin, serotonin, and endorphins, right? And so these four happy brain chemicals are released when you dance sober in community at 6 a.m. So like I'll wow. tell you, so dopamine, you get the dopamine release. Like you, when you woke up this morning and you set your alarm and you're like, oh shit, I gotta get up and I gotta go. Yeah, yeah. Um, you're getting that, it's a pleasure reward center. It's like the dopamine rush of like, oh my gosh, I'm accomplishing something, like good for me, like high five me, you know? And the dopamine rush you also get from, or the dump you also get from um, listening to music. So like, like music constantly is a dopamine mm-hmm. dopamine um, release. And, um, and then the oxytocin you get, from getting a hug at the door. We have what we call a hugging committee um, <laughs> at the door, a daybreaker. And we have that in every single city. We have 18 cities with 18 different hugging committees. And again, we want to turn the mean bouncer ID on its head. And instead of having someone be like, show me your ID, like you can come in or you can't come in and change that to like, welcome, let me give you a hug. Like, good morning. Well, good morning. I mean, you cannot be mad. <laughs> yeah. You cannot walk up all grumpy and someone exactly. goes, come on, give me a hug, come here, bring yeah. it in, bring but it in. But believe it or not, the hug, is releases what we call the chemical oxytocin and the oxytocin chemical is what you can only get from human touch uh-huh. and so um as human beings in order to be truly happy we need to touch each other more and we don't you know did you know that on average americans touch each other once or twice per conversation versus puerto ricans who touch each other upwards of 150 times 150 in a conversation i wonder what the french are I have probably I mean, we, a lot we more. Kiss too, so. Yeah, <laughs> you know, and so like we've forgotten how to touch each other. We're so busy living behind our screens that we don't re- we don't remember that the energy, the release, the community, the, the 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 warmth that we feel from being human actually happens from interaction and like real physical interaction. So that's the oxytocin release and the dose, and then the serotonin you get from a feeling of self worth and gratitude. So like, oh my gosh, like I go out up at six a.m. Like I'm being healthy, I'm working out. Like right. the MC is telling me I'm awesome. Like people are telling me good morning and like welcome, and I feel like a sense of good times, good worth, like gooey feeling. Right, that's serotonin release. And then the endorphins, of course, you get from working out. The runner's high, as they call it. Right, right, right. So that's your that's your natural dose. And like if we just trained our brain to release a natural dose, we would not need alcohol or drugs. You know, those become like a very intentional ceremonial experience. Whereas now they're being used as like a weekend, kind of like a, like it's like a crutch or used as like, just it's become mainstream to have a drink in your hand. Yeah. But instead, you know, why don't we think of when we get drunk or whatever, like as a ceremonial experience, an experience where it's like, I want to be intentional today. I want to celebrate something special instead of it being something I have to do every single night. Wow. Wait, hold on. I, I got to connect the dots here. How did you, what's your background? What did you study to, to know all this? Also to invite 300 people. <laughs> <laughs> to, oh. What were you doing before that? Yeah, yeah. So, you know, I've been a community builder all of my life. Um, ah. You know, my, my mother's Japanese. My father's from India. Um, so I went to Japanese school every Saturday. I went to Hindi school every Sunday. I, I was born and raised in Montreal, Canada. So I had three different, really disparate communities 
that I would hang out with all the time. Mm -hmm. And I would throw birthday parties with my family. My mom and my dad, we are known for our, you know, what we call, my last name is Agrawal. And we had something called Agrapalooza for many, many years where we had, you know, hundreds of our friends come through and we had three-legged race and egg toss and wonderful carnaval, like carnivals. And, um, yeah, and so I've been throwing parties my entire life. My parents really modeled that for me. Um, and and so, yeah, and so, um, you know, New York City, when you really community build, I had a community of 300 that we could invite to the very first event. Um, and 180 people woke up um, to you know and said yes. And I call those friends FYFs, fuck yeah friends, you know? <laughs> yeah, and like yeah, and like I think that like, you know, we want to hang out with FYFs. You don't want to hang out with shoulder shruggers. Like people are like, yeah, sure, whatever. Yeah, yeah, I'll Meh. go. Whatevs, yeah, all right, whatever, bro, cool, you know? I don't want that in my life. I want people who are going to be like, fuck yeah, I'm in. You want to go there, wake up at 6 a.m.? Fuck yeah, let's do that. So those FYFs are, you know, it's a, it's a, new, it's a, it's a mentality, right? And if we can live life a little bit more like that, we'd all be so much happier. You know how many shirts you can make with everything <laughs> you just said? Yeah, <laughs> dose, FYFs. Yeah, 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 I mean, yeah. for real. Yeah. Uh, so what was the first one like? Because, I mean, you, like I said, you've been doing uh, events for so many years. And here you have this concept. You, you pretty much had everything down before. I'm sure there were some tweaks to be done that you made later on. But what was the first one like? And where was it? Was it in New York? Yep. Yeah, it was in New York. Yep. Yeah, it was at a coffee shop in Union Square in, in New York City. It was the first snowfall of the year. So I was like, oh, God, is anyone going to show up today? You know? Because, I mean snowing i just want to be cozied up in my bed but um that first day um it was december 10th 2013 wow in the winter winter, we launched it in new york city and 180 people said yes said fuck yes and they got up out of their beds and they came out and um honestly like very much of the format that you saw today this morning in in austin Mm -hmm. um was there already in the very first one we had a horn section we had deep house soul house funk house um dj mm-hmm. um we had a hugging committee we had intention readings we had a, it was a performance based we had slam poetry um we had r- break dancers we had all kinds of green juice coffee and tea there and the, then and there so it just it's just really the size it's grown um we had intention readings yeah it was it was very much what you saw today was at the very first one because we thought we thought super hard it took you know it took basically three months for us to really come up with the core values our language our story you know what is the experience design right you know what is the arc of the story um and for us like i, ca- I talk about when i design experiences you talk about i talk about constraints right so like what are the constraints of your experience that make it unique. Mm-hmm. So for us, our constraints are that it's in the morning, it's at 6 a.m., right. that it's a sober dance party, right? There's no alcohol served, and right. that it's a two-hour experience. So where most nightlife experiences happen over five, six, seven hours, and by the end of it, you're cracked out, you're exhausted, you're like, fuck, I'm not doing this anymore for another month or so, mm-hmm. I'm done. For us, this the constraint of creating a two-hour dance party, one-hour yoga experience, you know, creates that level of, oh, I want more, or I, I just got, I got enough, I'm satiated, but just with enough, like, energy and excitement to want more for the future, mm-hmm. and I think that that sort of constraint and that thought around um, what makes your event different is a very telling, you know, very, very important part of why people keep showing up, you know? Well, not just, uh, on top of that, it's also, you know, um, you get up in the morning and it sets you up for the day. 
Yes. You know, once you get out of there, you're like, holy shit, I've done so much. <laughs> Not in. I've been up. I've been up since five. I got I got a workout. I got to dance. I got to be with my friends. Yeah. I heard great music. I met people. I had breakfast because when you think about the day to day of most people, you know, get up, take a shower, grab your coffee, rush out the door, get in traffic, totally. get to work in uh, right. all day. Exactly. So having that energy yep, early on, it. because, you know, I think that there is a, um, a cycle where you're towards the end of the day, you're like, oh, shit, I'm going to go home. Totally. I got to deal with the kids or the wife right. or whatever. And then just no go and watch TV and right. then go to bed and that's it. But yeah, when people still choose to partake in, in going out and it feels like a to do if you don't have a purpose for it. Totally. And you're like, oh, we got, if it's a celebration, you know, birthday, bachelorette, whatever. But it's like, all right, I got nothing to do. I'm just going to go out to the bar totally. and then sit at the bar and have a few drinks. And man. and then you get home, you're like, what have I accomplished? Yeah. Well, you know, at Daybreaker, you know, I, I talk about this all the time, but like we're starting out with a dance party and events. But our real ultimate goal is to reimagine morning life. You know, I call it the five to nine period of time, right? Versus your nine to five, you yeah. go to your job nine to five. But what happens between the hours of 5 a.m. to 9 a.m.? It's the most beautiful time of day. The sun is just coming up. The you're Disney most energetic. Are- yeah, you're <laughs> most energetic. You're most optimistic, clean slate. You just slept, out, slept you know, eight hours, hopefully. You know, and, and I think that um, it's a sliver of time that we really want to help people to remember that they can socialize in that time it's not to just at night that you can socialize but daybreaker you come you're working out it's not just like going to yoga class it's like actually coming out and getting a community event experience on like i met my life partner on the dance floor i have so many friends who've met each other you know roommates or business partners and friends at daybreaker in the morning yeah. right and so that's really what I ultimately want to create is morning life. Morning life. You go. We want, we're designing our first brunch club. We're doing morning classes next. Like learn how to play ukulele. Learn languages. Learn art and you know all kinds Damn, of cool look things. Look at your empire. You know. So the <laughs> idea is really to um, really reimagine this morning time as a time for creation. Uh-huh. And then by the time you go to the office, think about your employers how much happier they are when you're not coming off as, oh, I don't want to be here. But instead you're like, I just did this and I just learned that and I just learned how to play guitar and I went and danced and now I'm ready to work. I'm going to work for eight hours. I'm going to give it everything I've got because I'm more optimistic. So, you know, in every aspect of life, you know, the employer wins, the the community member wins, everybody wins, right? There's another shirt. Yeah. We don't keep making quotables. (laughs) (laughs) Were you a morning person to begin with? No, I'm not. I'm not a morning person. I You're still not. not. I'm. I. You know. I'm. I've become much more so in the last, um, in the last three years since we launched Daybreaker. Right. Um. But I'm very much now um, excited to become more and more of a morning person because actually there's a lot of studies out there too that show that morning people are more optimistic, are less depressed, yeah. are more, um, are more sort of. Um, uh, productive as well yeah and and so there's lots of studies that show that if you can tra- and you can actually train yourself to be a morning person it's not something like you're either a night owl or you're a morning person like you can actually train yourself to become a morning person just go to bed early you know that's it's that easy and and really plan um plan for it and then you begin to realize the amount of stuff that you can do in the morning meet up with your friend go for a run go for a hike learn a class, do a podcast like this, whatever it is. I mean, I'm amazed sometimes. I, I was, I'm not a morning per- person either, but like if I'm up at 
you know, six, seven. No, I don't want to say six because people are listening to be like, bullshit, back. You didn't get up at six. <laughs> you were out last night. You didn't get up at six. But, you know, if I'm up early and I feel like, holy shit, there's a lot I can do. Now, look at my clock, at my watch. I'm like, shit, I did all this stuff. It's not even noon yet. Exactly. Exactly. And because the, for some reason, afternoons go by faster. Right. I don't know what it right. is. Right. But afternoons go by way faster. You look at your clock, it's 1 o'clock, and so you know it's 4. Right. And you're like, oh, shit. You know, time to go home or go to work, work something. But it's 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 a magical time. I mean. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing. It's like, you know, we're all evolved animals. Humans are just evolved animals, right? And so this There's idea. another shirt? God damn. <laughs> no, <but> this, <laughs> this idea, this idea that, um, you know, that we are. We are calling our, I'm not a morning person. Like we fabricated the concept of morning. Like we are actually meant to wake up when the sun comes up. Like animals wake up when the sun comes up. Animals go to bed when the sun goes down. And somehow because we've invented light, we've invented, you know, the light bulb, we've invented air conditioning, we've invented all these things mm-hmm. that we've shifting or we're shifting our circadian rhythms, but we're becoming more anxious, more depressed, not sort of our, our natural state and natural being because because of these things that we're manufacturing. So if we can go back to like, what was I like when I was living in the jungle, when I was Mowgli, you know, <laughs> right? And if you close your eyes and you get back to that state, then we are all morning people, you know? Wow, never yeah. thought of it that way. Yeah, I, I, I tend to have energy at night, but I've been trying to train myself yeah. to- Yeah, me too, honestly. It's, it's, it's tough, but like, you know, waking up, like I, I'm gonna do these three things. But Every you've been morning. doing all your life. If you've been a night out all your life, it's just it's just training. That's all. It's like eating and exercising. Yeah, it is. It really is. You'll get more energy. Trust me. Like you'll begin to have much more energy in the morning uh-huh. um, as you train yourself. So, especially, I mean, you're you just launched in Austin, and Austin is known for its nightlife. Yes. It's we have more bars per capita than any other city in the country. It's some crazy number like that, and. When when people think Austin, they go Austin. Oh yeah, Sixth Street, Sixth Street. Yeah, Sixth Street. And I'm like, yeah, that's yeah. The, I mean, it's called Dirty Six now. It wasn't when I was there. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> uh, but there's just so much going on, and and I think that having something different mm. to do is where it's at exactly. because people get tired of the bar scene. Yeah. Uh, That's why we change venues every single time. So oh, Daybreaker do. is always at a secret location. You never know where it's going to be next. You never know what the theme's going to be. You never know who the DJ is. You never know what the performances are. Every single touch point of the experience is different every single single time. Uh-huh. And that's um, intentional. You know, for us, you know, I call it, you know, kind of, I really think about this all the time, this idea of, of like really marrying mystery and safety. Right. right. So it's like the mystery of where is it going to be next and the safety of like, I know it's going to be a dope party. Right. And that's really, you know, what um, what we have focused on for the last three years. And plus, it's all word of mouth. Like yeah. you don't do any marketing or anything like that. Exactly. So it's like, yo, I know about this thing. I'm going to let me tell you. We have to get your ass up early. though. Yeah, totally. <laughs> really? yeah. Why would I want to party at six o'clock? Trust me, dude. Totally. Trust me. Yeah. I'm telling you. you Go to bed at eight. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> That's the thing. Like Eli and I will go to bed at midnight because we're working on the run of show or we're like we're, we're prepping for the event the next day. And the reason why we're tired, you know, af, you know, at th- by three p.m. is because we only had three hours of sleep. You yeah. know, because we really want to give the community something special. But if I were just 
you know, uh, just like coming as a as an attendee. Uh-huh. If you went to bed at nine p.m. and you got got up at you know five, then that's there you go. You have your eight hours and you're you're fresh as a you know you're fresh as a cucumber or whatever the expression is. <laughs> you know, God damn it, you and your shirts, <laughs> <laughs> fresh as a cucumber. <laughs> So you're in 18 cities now, including yeah. Austin. Yes. All, all over the world, right? Yeah, we're in 18 cities all over the world. We have a community of 350,000 morning dancers. Um, and we're all over the world, including your hometown, Paris, and London, and Shanghai, and Hong Kong, and London, and Montreal. And How did you, how did you build Toronto. that? Um, you know, it's one of those things where... Um, you know, as a female CEO is what I call myself. Uh-huh. Um, you know, with your background, with like <laughs> three different cultures in your head. And everything. <laughs> well, you know, like I think the the female CEO is is different from the male CEO. You know, we're as as CEOs. Um, I'm not. I am not. I don't get off on saying I have a hundred employees and my EBITDA is you know you know X billions of dollars. Like I don't actually care about that. Mm-hmm. I care about evergreen growth. Slow thoughtful evergreen growth that's always going up but not not hockey stick growth because right. that burns out right yeah i want to have really great growth for the next 50 years so my goal is is when we grow to new cities when we grow the brand and we grow the community we're not trying to scale 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 and more revenue more revenue buy sell buy sell you know i don't really i'm not i don't get off on that i think that that's the old sort of way of thinking about it. I think that's old investor dollars at work here. O- old white man thinking. Yeah, old white man thinking. I hate to say it, but it's, it's true. Right, it is. You know? Old white man, and balding. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and like and like, there's it, there's a new guard coming through that says, hey, I don't need your money. I'm going to get it funded by the community through Kickstarter, through um, you know all kinds of Indiegogo. There's so many crowdfunding platforms now that exist. Uh-huh. Um, and there's a new guard that's coming through that's saying, hey, I don't really want to grow fast and have you look over me like a you know like an a, an angry person every day and say hey what kind of bottom line are you know it, like looking at the bottom line not looking at how happy are my employees how happy is the community how great is our product how you know um you know how are we actually growing and why are we growing you know and so um so for daybreaker we grow to new cities based on demand so when when we have over 3000 email signups mm-hmm. for a new city we come there so austin we had 3500 people ask us by signing up for our mailing list to come to Austin. So we came here because the people asked. So we go to all of our new cities based on the demand. So so our next city, Philadelphia, we have 5,000 email signups, um, Nashville, Tennessee, um, we have Tokyo in Japan. We're launching Amsterdam as well with thousands of people signing up for these cities. And so that's how you unlock your city. Yeah. And it's really community members who, who take the lead. They say, Hey, I want Daybreaker to come to my city, and mm-hmm. I'll say, "Great, well, unlock three thousand, three thousand people, and we'll be there." And we have amazing community members who believe in the mission and the movement, and they do it. And so, you know, they're there to support the movement, to support us, and we're there truly to support them, and the success of that city. So, um, we provide all the resources, all the funding, all the, um, all the training, all of the 
all the collateral, all the, um, deal with the email support. Um, the, 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 the city producers deals with the permits, uh-huh. but we deal, deal with all the ticketing, ma- messaging, social media, press and media, anything that you need. We are there to support the growth and the success of that city. So we are so committed to the global community that is Daybreaker. Because if you come to Daybreaker New York and you go to Daybreaker Paris, Daybreaker Austin, Texas, it's the same energy. It's the same vibration. It's the happy human vibration. And and like what's wonderful about it is if you you know if any Austin um, community community member comes to Daybreaker Austin, any city you go to now you have a family. Any city, eighteen cities around the world, you time it out with a Daybreaker in that city, you'll make friends immediately. It's like that. I can promise you. And it's monthly in each city. Yep, it's monthly in every city. Yeah, so we do 18 wow. events a month now, all over the world. Yeah. <laughs> Chapeau. <laughs> Thank you. Chapeau, yeah, no, no, no. And it's, by by the way, you know, it is such a community effort on both sides. It takes you waking up and saying yes. Because, like, you know, I always say this. I'm like, you're not just coming for yourself. When you woke up this morning, you're not saying, like, you know, back, like, I am I am waking up for me like I'm here to work out like I'm hurt here to you know dance you're actually waking up because you're also giving energy to others around you you're here because you want to support the city that is Austin right and so I really think of when I wake up in the morning come a daybreaker I'm not just here to like burn calories and like dance my ass off I'm here because I also believe that there's someone there who's gonna want my energy who's feeling sad or down right. who who's just like oh, I got I, I'm gonna force I don't know anyone but I'm gonna come and and I I was here to make that person feel welcome in my city, you know? And so, so I have a lot of friends who come to Daybreaker now because, you know, they know Daybreaker. They come as because they're part of the family, but they also come because they want to help those who are here for the first time feel like they're home. Wow. Yeah. You got your PR down. <laughs> this is awesome. Yeah. This is awesome. So um, moving forward, you talked about the, the burn spar, the, the class thing. Um, what is the... I want to phrase this right. Um, what's the what's the next step? Yeah, totally. So, um, I mean, we are launching on college campuses. So, um, University of Texas, we're coming for you. Um, wow! But um, Is but that on the on the South Mall, maybe. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> um, we launched at USC in, in California. We launched at um, UPenn. Wharton in Philadelphia and our goal is to be in every school in America Um, I think college kids are medicating way too much through alcohol and drugs and And, I've seen and phones technology social media media, just everything they need to connect offline they need to connect human to human and so I'm very very committed our whole team is committed to really um, creating community offline and something that's way more epic than a frat party um, on college Don't campuses. Don't get me started. <laughs> <laughs> and our goal is to like really say like, look, you know, there's an alt path, there's an alternative path for those who are like feeling like, like, oh, like the only way for me to socialize at my school is like through a, a solo red cup in my hand, you know? And and our goal is to say, hey, like, hey guys, like, yeah, you can do that. Go for it. Have a great time. Like, honestly, like I was in a sorority in college. Like, I wanted the American experience as a Canadian, yeah. and I did it, and it was a really wonderful experience. But I certainly felt very pressured to drink, very pressured to, um, yeah, to not just sort of like authentic, be authentically myself. And I played soccer at Cornell, you know, and I played soccer in college, and and so. 
a lot of the seasons I was dry, I didn't drink, and and so I felt very alienated, and and it was just a really weird, you know, experience in many ways, and beautiful, and the best time of my life as well. Right. But I just want to be able to offer those student athletes, those students who are like, I don't want to get drunk every night. I don't want to have to go to the frat party, and give them an alternative way to connect and and socialize and dance and be with each other. I mean, it's definitely necessary. Yeah. And so that's they, what we're focusing on next. You know, going back on the. Uh, I mean, technology is great. I mean, too much of anything is not good for you. Yeah. Regardless. Totally. Whether it's... Uh, yeah, and we're not saying cut off alcohol. We're not no, saying, you know... like Right. But be intentional about it. Just, like, ask yourself, hey, what am I celebrating tonight? Am I just celebrating life? Okay, great. Like, do I need to get wasted again? <laughs> like, and regret it the next day? And regret day. the next day for the next three days? Like, you know, what are you... What? Why are you doing it? Is it to mask insecurity? Is it because, like, whatever? Who cares? You know? Like... Just just get intentional about life a little bit more, you know. That's I, all. That's all we're saying. One thing we talked about on our um, podcast uh, was when it comes to going out, you gotta have a purpose. Yes. You know, some people be like, "Look, I'm going out because yeah, I work hard all week. I just want to relax. I want to go to a lounge, have a cocktail, chill, or I want to dance my ass off, or I want to celebrate Becky's birthday." Or right. Wanna, so. But just doing it because you're a program to do it because that's the thing to do on a Friday night or Saturday night. Right. Whether you're young or you're old, it doesn't exactly. matter. But We're programmed. Exactly. So yeah. getting away from that and, and take a step back and be like, all right, I'm going to partake in this exper experiment or experience because and once you fill it that blank, when you figure that out, then you can win whether or not it's actually worth your time. Right. Especially in a day and age where you're you're bombarded with stuff totally. 24 seven and, and, and our advertisers and brands, um, reward, reward us, right? They reward us by giving us money. The more likes, the more followers we have, the more money they give us. So they're actually normalizing the behavior of inauthentic relationships in favor, uh, you know, in favor of inauthentic relationships over authentic offline relationships. And, you know, and on one hand, you know, what it's doing is equalizing the playing field. It's not just one advertiser or one channel. You can advertise across multiple channels through YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, right. you know, million social networks. But what it's creating is a, an industry of what I call lame, which is look at me economy. Lame, <laughs> right? I the shirt. Yeah, it's like the look at me economy, right? And it's really lame. And it's like, look at me, I'm here. Look at me, I'm there. Look at me. And it's just perpetuating this lame sort of exp environment. Right? I mean, th th uh, there was one moment in time where I, I realized that it was too much. It was when there was a commercial. Actually, it was it was, it was recently. Um, you know that commercial with Mark Wahlberg? Mm -hmm. When he walks around in the living room and he's like, it's for some like cable provider or whatever. And I like, look, there's a TV in the kitchen and that's where you watch the, the TV. And there's another TV in the, in the closet, but you also want to take your entertainment on the go. Right. So you're walking around watching movies on right. your phone. There was another one about, there's this guy who walks around and he gets on the bus and the, everybody on the bus looks like the, the game of Thrones character, <laughs> and this big bird at a coffee shop so the entire time he's looking down at his phone. Right. And, and I'm like, yeah. that that's what they're pushing because they're like, we got to reach these, money, these kids money, money, and these money, millennials money, yeah. who, who can't live without these machines in their pocket. And so I mean, we are animals. That's all it is. And animals, 
you feel the dopamine rush, right? Like the when I hear the ping, the like, the nest yeah. message, all the things, you're actually releasing. It's a dopamine hit. And so the more our, our happy brain chemicals are like, ooh, I like it, I like it, I like What's it, I the, like it. What's the experiment with the dog? Is it Pavlov? Um, yeah, Pavlov. Pavlov, exactly. Yeah. Pavlov dog. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. exactly. Yeah. So it's you know it's just retraining ourselves. Uh, you know, this guy that I met yesterday at the Native. He started the Native Antonio. Yeah. Your friend. Um, you know, we were at dinner last night and we were talking about the way he connects with people. He doesn't have a cell phone. I mean, he has a cell phone, but he doesn't use any social media. You can't find him. You have to call his house or, or, or Nate, the native to get, <laughs> get a hold of him. And I, I was like, man, props to that, you know, because, you know, on one hand, you know, it's really hard to really build a community um, sort of in that way that's i guess at scale but um but you're certainly building a really tight sort of smaller community that in, in yeah. many ways is way more valuable you're getting yeah. your fyfs yeah yeah exactly <laughs> the ones that you're like look i i don't i don't want to i'm not going to call you it's not going to be yeah. a text i'm going to talk to you and yeah. tell you exactly why this is important and exactly. why you should be part of this yeah dope dope i like it cool. <laughs> i don't like it i love it <laughs> i love it you. seriously and cool. so it's gonna be every month from now on in yep, austin, in austin. You your first one congratulations thank you and you can follow us on our socials on our, all of our adventures around the world um our our hashtag our, our at symbol is at dybrkr uh-huh. um so yeah we're always you know sharing our new adventures in new cities we're launching in tokyo amsterdam nashville tennessee um mumbai india and um uh, for this summer and so yeah, you can follow us our adventures there and and then sign up and sign up you can sign up for our secret invites like we you can only l- sort of find out about them if you're on our mailing list mm-hmm. and you can sign up for our mailing list at com, and you just find your um find your um find your city find austin on the drop down menu and you'll be part of you'll be you'll be in be on the lookout be on the lookout because yeah. this is blowing up, folks. <laughs> I mean, we talk about going out on this show a lot. We talk about going out at night a lot on the mm. show. Uh, of course, we have great live music, great parties. I mean, you heard about Body yeah, Rock. Yeah, I love Body um, Rock. You know, the Boogie Crew. There's so much going on, but I think that the idea, like you said, flipping the whole experience yeah. on its head and making it, you know, worth your time and making it uh a positive in your life, waking up in the morning and being productive, being surrounded yeah. by, I mean, sobri- by great people. Sobriety, according to Mind Body Green, is the latest 2017 trend. Hey. You know, and it's actually trendy. Like sobriety is trendy. Like to be like shit faced at like a bar is just like no longer like it's. I don't think it ever was, but like it's just not. Trendy. Oh, I was. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's just like we not, were in yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. And it's like I think sobriety and like connection. I think you know sobriety has had such a bad rap. Like the dictionary definition of sobriety is muted in color, right? And mm-hmm. and sort of someone who doesn't have you know sort of emotionless, right? Sober. But we really want to at Daybreaker. We really want to rebrand the the term, the word sober, to mean connected, to mean present, to mean mindful. Because when you're sober, you're connected, present, and mindful. You're not in another place, another you know sort of version of yourself. And you're right? in the moment. You're, you're in the moment. It, yeah. And you're, you're sharing Sober's that. cool. Yeah. Make, make an acronym out of that. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> That's your homework. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Totally. <laughs> Sweet. Well, thank you so much for thank coming. You. Really appreciate it. Good luck with everything. Thank you very much for having me back. You yeah. got everything. Feedback's dope. Thank Love you. It. Thank you. Thank you. All right, folks. Make sure you follow the feedback on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, iTunes, all that good stuff. <laughs> uh, this was a bonus episode. I'm going to do more of these one-on-ones. Sweet. I love doing it. So thanks again. Be, be on the lookout. Daybreaker.com. 
That's right. Follow it. Follow it. Sign up on the mailing list and you'll find out what the next one is because it's coming in June. All right, folks. Have a good one. Take care. Ciao, ciao.